First in the morning, SAFM Sunrise with Stephen Grutis. Do you keep a lion in your back garden? You don't? Well, that's a very sensible thing to do. Don't keep a lion in your back garden. Well, from time to time you'll hear about lions, tigers, cheetahs, don't know how you catch a cheetah, escaping. Sometimes uh, they're actually caused damage. Sometimes uh, we've seen them actually really hurting someone. Kelly Manowick is at the Toronto University of Technology. She's a lecturer in, uh, lecturer in nature conservation there. She's actually been studying the impact of all of this. Kelly, good morning. Good morning, Stephen. We so often see, and you you know, there are places in, in Gauteng that do this, you can go to this park and you can pet a lion or you can play with a lion cub. Mm-hmm. That's not what wild animals are for, right? Completely not. And um, often these is also done under the banner of conservation. And it's not conservation. And there's absolutely no conservation requirement for having large carnivores in captivity. So you've sat down and tried to work out how many times a human has been attacked or bitten or whatever it is by one of these animals. What did you find? Yeah, it was a pretty grim study, um, and we were limited to only using news reports and social media reports because there's no official um, requirement to report these attacks anyway. And we found um, 58 people attacked by these carnivores, mostly by lions, and um, 37, 37% of those victims died as a result of the attack. We saw men, women, children attacked. Um, there were, some of them were inside the camp with the animals when the attack happened, um, trying to interact with them or pet them. Sometimes they were standing outside a fence and the carnivore managed to get its foot through a fence and grab the person and pull them towards the fence. And some were even inside vehicles and the carnivore got into the vehicle with them. I mean, so I can understand sort of maybe if you've got, you know, a, a, a lion from Southern Africa in some kind of captivity, you know, maybe for the tourist market. I've never understood tigers, you know, which are not from here, uh, being brought in. Do you know what's happening in this business? Because clearly people are doing this to make money. They can talk about loving the tiger all they like. That's got nothing to do with it. This is about money. What's the economics going on here? It is commercially driven um, because there is no conservation requirement for it all. We've got really good conservation plans for all of our large carnivores and none of those recommend captive breeding, purely because it doesn't address any of the threats these animals face. So there's money to be made um, through live sale of these animals, for selling them to other people who want them. If you've got lions, then there's also money to be made through trophy hunting of those captive lions. Um, bone sales are now illegal internationally, but you, um, there was also money through selling lion bones. And then cheetahs, you can export them. Te- cheetahs tame down really well, um, and they do make um, sought-after exotic pets. So, you know, they call it the Ferrari factor, where you've got a cheetah sitting next to you in your Lamborghini, and it just makes you look richer and cooler. Um, so there is a market to export those cheetahs, particularly to the east, as exotic pets. Um, okay, so and we've seen in Gauteng, I mean, very lax laws around them. Um, those laws, it looks like, are changing. What kind of laws do we need? Do we just need to say you're actually just not allowed to do it? Full stop, end of. Well, that would be fantastic. But unfortunately, laws take a long time to promulgate and to get through all the various processes. So it take years and years. Um, and for tigers, there are no laws because our laws for wildlife are only related to animals that are indigenous to South Africa and tigers are exotic. So they essentially fall in a similar category to goldfish. Um, they're not regulated. So if you know how to and you've got enough money, you can just go and buy a tiger tomorrow and put it in your back garden. Um, so there really are no laws protecting 
um, the animals or people from interacting with them. And the only way you can make sure that you're safe as a person visiting these facilities is just to not go anywhere near these animals where they can get hold of you. Sure. Um, do you think that there's going to be proper um, uh, laws that will come in? I mean, you say it'll take a long time, but do you think there's going to be an improvement? I hope so. I mean, but for now, what we have is awareness. Um, people should not be supporting these facilities and know the one you went to isn't different and know the lion that you patted isn't tamer and more loved. There's, you know, they remain wild animals. We are seeing a lot of legislative reform or at least an improved appetite for legislative reform um, in our department. So maybe in future, this will be more heavily regulated to ensure human safety and animal welfare. Kelly, thank you. Kelly Monowick is a conservation lecturer at the Tsana University of Technology. You see the lion in the back garden? You don't need it, okay? She's right. She, but you know who I mean by she. Get rid of it.